to urgent care i'm joel kim booster who I'm are Mitra you johari hi 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 Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh my god technical difficulties really getting me in a bad mood today well we're here doing urgent care it's an advice podcast it's fun you email us you call us we give you advice woohoo joel kim booster guess what i did this week <laughs> oh god what did you do i bought an inflatable hot tub oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I bought it online. It's coming to my house tomorrow when I I touched down in Los Angeles and I have instructed Wit to have it waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it plug in? Like how does how is it a hot tub instead of, or just an inflatable pool? Don't know. Don't know how it works. I was told that it works like a regular hot tub. I asked no follow-up questions. I bought the exact one that my friend has. I can't wait to see how it works. I'm really excited. I think it's just, wow. you know, it's a regular-ass hot tub, but the 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 structure is inflatable instead of, like, wood or whatever, plastic. Interesting. I I'm don't so – I still don't excited. quite understand. I'm excited for you. Honestly, I am. I think it's going to be a real – life-changing moment for you i think it's going to change everything about the way you live in la i think i really think so (laughs) look every purchase i've ever made has changed my life completely so (laughs) so it's all your problems (laughs) how's your how's your time in new york been it's been so great it's been so nice um i really like because i've still been working full time while I've been here. So like, I haven't really done like that much shit. I've just been, I mean, I've done, I've just seen friends, which has been so nice. And like really what I wanted to get out of the trip, lots of walks and, and breakfasts and dinners and stuff. It's been so nice. And like, it, it, it just, I, I've, I've missed being here so much and feel like I, I don't necessarily feel like recharged. I actually feel completely at like 0%, but I do feel um, very happy to have had the time that I've had here. Wow. And, but now you have to go back to LA for your hot tub. I know there's a, there will literally be a hot tub waiting for me. Which is a dream come true. I can't believe I just like snapped. I don't know. Something just happened where my friend was like, we have this inflatable hot tub. We love it so much. We sit in it every morning and like drink coffee or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, a morning hot tub soak. A morning cup of coffee, a morning cup of Joe in the hot tub. (laughs) So, Joel, you have to come over and sit in my inflatable hot tub when you're back. I mean, I honestly can't wait. That sounds like a fucking dream. The way I framed it to Joel pre-podcast was I have I have something I'm going to tell I'm going to wait to tell you on the podcast and it'll make you excited to come home. So Joel, does it make you excited to come home? Yeah, actually, that's that's the number one reason I want to come back to LA. <laughs> the number one reason. I mean, for me, no other yeah. reason. That's yes. I think that is a completely reasonable thought to have. <laughs> Because it's not just any hot tub. It's my hot tub, and I'm going to treat you so good. <laughs> There's going to be treats. You know that if you're coming over, I'm going to make you something. <laughs> you know that if you come over, you're going to be treated like a queen. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. But does it have to be in the – do I have to morning soak, or can I come over at night? No, you can do a nighttime soak. I'm just okay, saying like, the morning soak for me is what sort of like – pushed me because i had been thinking about it for so long and then there's just something that hit me at the right moment when they said we do our little morning soak and it was i had bought it within 20 minutes <laughs> i texted wit to be like i texted wit to be like can i buy this right now and he, he was like i i mean like 
for, when would it come? I was like, Sunday. Can I buy it right now? And he was like, okay. <laughs> How is your New York experience? Um, my New York experience is like sort of up and down. A little, a little like me, a little bi. Um, I've, I'm uglier than I've ever looked in my entire life um, in New York. Um, everything is going wrong for me. Um, and that is um, a fact. That is a fact. Um, so I'm, I'm not happy about that. But um, I am going to start shooting the movie on Monday, which is really exciting, which is, I think, why I look so ugly right now, because um, I am just stressed out of my goddamn gourd. I have not slept all week. Um, I'm feeling loopy as hell, but we did have the table read, um, with the full cast, um, on Thursday. And that was really lovely. The energy is so good. Not a straight person in the cast, which is lovely. Um, not a single one, which is great. Um, the set actually has a restraining order against me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You really wanted to be in the film, but we said, no, absolutely not. Not until you come out as bi. Um, as queer. Um, and that's really important to the film. Um, but there's not a stinker in the bunch. I told my executive producers, I was like, I'm going to be the biggest bitch on set. Um, and I've already proved that's already proven to be true. That's already proven to be true. I am the biggest problem, um, so far. So that's exciting. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I'm ugly. Um, my movie is shooting, starting to shoot in a week. I won't be here next week, um, because of a personal issue. That's what we're going to, that's what we're going to start referring to him as on the podcast, my personal issue. Um, (laughs) just to be safe, just to be safe. Um, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable with how I'm labeling this situation. So it's my personal issue is visiting me. Um, and your illness, your ailment, your ailment, my sickness, my sickness (laughs) is visiting me. Your ailment, your ailment sounds a little like, um, almost like 1800s too which i like it feels very sort of like um in theme for like the movie you're shooting and like (laughs) your your ailment you're you're getting your humors checked out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's exactly um that's how we that's what we call sex um it's really exciting um i'm really excited to start this movie i i i miss i mean not even just because of the hot tub um, I never thought I would miss LA this much in my entire life. Like, I can't believe I miss LA as much as I do. I thought I was like so excited to be in New York all summer. And now I'm like, greatest city in the world. I don't think so, honey. If you think, <laughs> if you think New York is the greatest city in the world, you're paying for dinner. You're paying for dinner. For dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it, it is. It is. I'm just grumpy about it. Should we um, roll into some cup dates or do we have yeah. any other huge, exciting purchases that we want to share? <laughs> no, I think we just need to get into it. I'm sorry I'm being such a bummer today. I just like, when I look ugly, I sound ugly. You don't look ugly. You don't sound ugly. You should turn off your self-view. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. The way people on Instagram feel beholden to like get in my DMs and get and say I look dehydrated. I mean, come on, people. Stop telling me to drink water. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Complete strangers. All right, let's get to these cup dates. We have a, just a couple this week. Um, I'm really excited about. Um, let's this one is first this is for uh Herbie, uh Herbie fully loaded, I believe is what we called her. And um, this is the woman who was being accosted by a man on rollerblades. Um, yes. Was during it she her Herbie fully loaded? Why am I like, there had to have been something other than Herbie fully loaded. I mean, You're I guess, right. Herbie, Herbie fully loaded. Yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Play that call. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. I'm calling with a bit of advice for one of your chefs from last week. Roller Herbie, who was having uh, abuse sort of uh, sung at her by the man on the rollerblade. Um, so I actually had a similar experience not too long ago. It did not involve rollerblades, but it did involve a complete stranger kind of shouting insults at me on more than one occasion. Um, and I while I'm sure that the first instinct would be to uh, 
like shout insults back. I actually think a more effective um, strategy and the strategy that I use in this particular case is to sort of, if you can get the person's attention, you know, say something like, um, why do you think it's okay to talk to someone like that? Or, you know, basically draw attention to the fact that, like, I'm a complete stranger and you're throwing insults at me with no context. Um, you know, why do you think that's okay? It is so much more jarring uh, to a person like that because they're expecting you to, like, maybe either be either too shocked to respond cogently or to lob some insults back, and that sort of is, I think, what that kind of person wants. They're not expecting to be confronted with the kind of question to their own humanity to say, like, you know, why do you think this is okay behavior for you to engage in? Um, so I think that that is maybe a strategy that this person might try to take. Um, but also, you know, whatever works, you know, be as unhinged as you want to be. Uh, all right. Love you both. Joel, sit on my face. Mitra, sorry. I am toxically only attracted to male-bodied people. Love you, <laughs> That is toxic. That is toxic. Seek help. Um, <laughs> that is toxic. <laughs> yeah, if you're only attracted to male-bodied people, guess what? You're paying the debt. <laughs> um, so I don't agree with this advice at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as it got like deep in, and I was like, "So this is just gonna stay healthy." I was like, "Joel's bringing this person in to skewer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think this person is too insane. I think this person is too insane to be reasoned with like this. If he was a person on foot, maybe. But this yeah. is a man on blades. This is a man on blades. So already we're dealing with someone a little unhinged. So um, I'm a little left of center. I'm a little I'm out, a little of, out time. of time. Some people I'm say, okay. Say, say. Oh, no, paranormal. So I just stand there. Yeah. Legend. Michelle Legend. Branch, if you're out Michelle there, Branch. I would do Deep anything cut. for you. I love her. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, take this guy's advice if you want, but I guarantee it won't work. I guarantee you it won't work. But we, <laughs> but I thought, I thought, why not? Why not show the other side? Why not show a more reasonable, you know, response? But I, I truly don't think this is going to work. A man who sings and is on rollerblades is not looking to be is not going to respond like a normal human he's not trying really to don't. learn no <laughs> not trying to not learn trying to grow. grow i think but sure of course yeah. try this before you get your friends spray to be part with of a water chorus. spray him with water any of that stuff of course of course try but i just feel that our person has probably done this and i feel like and this is a compliment to our caller i feel like their therapist who is on the line with them has probably suggested this yeah <laughs> So yeah. I, I assume that this has happened, but in the event that it hasn't, give it a shot before you spray this person with water. Um, okay, we have one more cup date, and this one and... is this is this is an odd cup date because it's to a it's it's a cup date to a cup date, not a yes. call. Yes, um, which is which it, is new for us. It's new for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I really. Um, <laughs> But I felt it needed to be addressed. So okay, a cup date to a cup date, though. What, are what we would what that? would we call this? Because I mean, that's like, I mean, it's like, okay, so we've done. We it's not a refill. A cup date to a cup date. Really, what it is, it's they're paying. They need to pay like a corkage fee because they're bringing in their own bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These listeners are bringing in their own bottle of wine, and it costs twenty five dollars yeah. for us to open it. They're this welcome is a to do it, fee. but there's a fee. <laughs> let's play that cup date that corkage feed hello my sweet 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 dear 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 friends i'm calling because i felt a deep deep obligation to um call both of you after i listened to the cup date about the person who had a lot of anxiety that you would be like talking shit between um voicemails and emails and like on breaks and stuff um, as a person that also has deep, deep, deep anxieties, I don't know if you can tell by the way my voice is shaking while I'm leaving this message, um, I had to call and say that I don't have anxieties that you guys are talking shit. I have anxieties that if I call or leave a voicemail or email, 
that you are going to think that I am um, a terrible person or just completely not at all funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just cannot stop thinking that, you know, if I call with a problem, they're going to be like, oh, my God, that person is very not funny. Um, this has been a mistake, and I deeply regret leaving this voicemail, um, but my Adderall is kicking in, so, um, Joel, you probably know, I feel like I can see through space and time, um, and I deeply regret this. I hope you guys have a great day. Um, goodbye. Okay, well, first of all, you're funny. Yeah, very <laughs> funny. <laughs> and, uh, um, second of all, please, actually, none of our callers need to be funny. In fact, yeah. most of the time, I would say... It, it really grinds our gears when they try to be funny. Um, well, because it's like some some situations are just inherently funny. So, yeah. but it but but often people who are I would say trying too hard to be funny might not get in it. Uh, but I would say more than anything, this and this is horrible. But just be yourself. Yeah, just be yourself. <laughs> and, Earnestness. And let us be funny. Let us be funny. <laughs> Let us do our best to be funny because I mean you guys have heard the podcast. Sometimes we're not funny. Yeah. So, a lot of time a lot of times we're not funny. You if you're calling the podcast, you've at least heard us try to come up with names. So you know that we're not that funny. No. <laughs> but not we're at all. trying. All you continually have to do shocked is call at the listenership. Continually. Couldn't be more. All you have to do is call in and tell us what's going on and what you want advice with. You don't have to be funny. And we're definitely not going to think you're a bad person. It's like, but really, like, I don't think we've really had any. We've had people call in who I think have made choices that I don't agree with. But we haven't had anyone call in who I'm straight up like, you're bad. Yeah. And who knows? Like, that's possible. But we definitely won't put them on the air. Like, we're not going to, like, give a bad person a platform. (laughs) And I gotta say, I gotta say, we said this to the last, the person who you're responding to, as soon as, as soon as we have done, we are done and moved on, we never think about you ever again. You are out of our minds. Um, I, I guarantee I, I we do not discuss you. looking through the email. No, no, no. I look through the email every now and then someone will send like a really, like a funny picture they drew or something like that. And we'll text it to each other. And that is sort of where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else lives in the email, in the Google Doc, and in our weekly precious Zoom time together with us and Chelsea and Ryan. So that's that's it. So that's it. don't worry too much. Oh, I almost forgot. I I uh so Wit had shows at Union Hall and both nights chefs came up to me and were so sweet and it was so cute and I just had to say hi because there were like two couples back to back that came up and it, they were both so fucking cute and and, the, and uh, the first one I think her name was Nicole or their name was Nicole and they came up to me and were like I'm a bi chef <laughs> like <laughs> and I was like ah, <laughs> amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's fun right it's so fun it was really fun and i'm like, sorry you guys i'm so sorry i had to cancel my show with mitra you have no idea how disappointed i was to not be able to do that show with mitra and i'm sorry i had to cancel the show at the bell house as well also causing strife in my situation so but but you know, there's a lot of the people best. depending on people not getting positive tests and you yeah. made a good choice um yeah, yeah, yeah and it will happen again we will yeah I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it on record. We'll do a show at Union Hall together at some point. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think that absolutely. is a very very achievable promise for me to open for you at Union Hall. I think I, we can do that. I'm gonna take it one step further. I think that we are gonna come back in New York and do a Christmas sing along show at Joe's Pub, where only uh, we are singing. Only I'm, we are singing. I'm turning off my computer (laughs) i promise you i promise you on this podcast that mitra and i are going to come to new york at joe's pub and sing original christmas music that we have written and i promise you if you see me doing that joel has uh threatened my life in some way (laughs) (laughs) i would not i would not take that food off of matt rogers's plate <laughs> my That's favorite, true. one of my favorite shows of all yeah, time. Truly, is truly, show. truly. And, well, no, I won't say anything. But yeah, if you ever get a chance to see Matt Rogers do his Christmas show, you at, run, don't walk. 
Um, it is it's, one of the best things ever. I've gone every single year in multiple cities. I cry laughing every time. I'm so psycho. I know all the words to every song. I love it so much. It's so smart. <laughs> Have you heard of Christmas? <laughs> Where do you go when you leave? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's, it's so, so good. fucking good okay all right we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we're gonna sing through matt's song catalog and then when we get back we will get into your calls and emails Woohoo! <laughs> and we're back Still amazing. Yeah! Uh, this, is, this is a fun week we got some fun calls and emails in this week um and we are going to jump in with an email. And you know what, Mitra? Hmm. They say ladies first. But I'm going to actually say today, a man today? is going to go first. Wow, that okay? is so brave. <laughs> <laughs> bravely, bravely stepping in front of a woman of mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. A BIPOC a woman. A BIPOC woman? Bipoc you are taking woman. food off my plate. <laughs> a BIPOC. Star Wars universe. <laughs> it's, you know, if, if, if any walk swings both ways, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jail. Jail. Okay, here we go. Hello to two great moguls of the restaurant industry. I have a short king boyfriend who I love and admire so much. He is very slim at 5'6", 130 pounds, and a lot of our friends make fun of him for his size and tell him he looks like a middle schooler. These jokes don't seem to bother him at all, and I love his confidence, but they bother me. Because what does that make me, a pedophile? He is an avid runner, but I would really like to ask him to switch up his fitness routine to put on some muscle. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but it makes me uncomfortable that people see him as a child. And also, I think it's hot when men have muscles. Groundbreaking opinion. One of the things that I love about him is his confidence, and I don't want to shatter that by telling him that I basically want him to change the way his body looks. Is there any kind way to ask him to start lifting? Love you both and the chef community so much. She, her, and not that it's relevant, bisexual. It's relevant. It's relevant to the podcast, of course. It, it, it's always, always, <laughs> always You know always that it's relevant to the podcast. You know that it's relevant. <laughs> um, um, okay. So <laughs> this is, maybe this is bad, but so like she's, she's you know, what does that make me, a pedophile? Um Jeffrey Epstein, Jeff, she, Epstein. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 We're going to keep looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So there's some, there's some really, uh, there's some Mary Kay Letourneau vibes, maybe. Um, um, wait, who's Jeffrey Jim- Epstein's friend? <laughs> um, all, everyone in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton, George W. Bush. Um, no, his, 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 um, his French lady friend. Oh, Ghislaine. G- Ghislaine, 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 Ghislaine. Okay, we gotta move away from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Short King, um, Napoleon. Um, but that's him, not her. We're talking about her. Napoleon's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, um, does Napoleon have a girlfriend? <laughs> Just typing that into Google. Does Napoleon have a girlfriend? <laughs> Um, so he does have, um, he does still alive. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Josephine is her name. Um, okay. Josephine Napoleon. <laughs> Josephine Napoleon. She takes his first name. <laughs> <laughs> em- oh, actually it's Empress Josephine. Oh, Empress Josephine Napoleon. <laughs> Empress Josephine Napoleon. Okay, one of our our best. I really think the people are going to sort of call in and be like, it should have been Jeff Shee Epstein, but okay. 
Um, well, I, really, what it, what it should have been is Jeff She Epstein's Byland, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing Empress Joseph. I just want you, because, of course, we can go there. <laughs> <laughs> Empress Josephine Napoleon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. So, um, here's the I thing. Think- Okay, you go, you go. I think we're no, you I go. think we're gonna say. Th- I, I think you need to leave this alone. This is like yeah. more of like a you thing than a him thing. If he's okay with it and he likes his body, and he's confident and that's attractive to you, why would you get in the way of that? Like because you know that like for like for m- men, like there is pressure to be big guy like yeah. <laughs> it just is and this guy has so much confidence despite being like not like this like you know what like the st- the male standard of beauty or whatever the fuck and that's so hot and it's hot to you and throwing a wrench in that as the person who is like committed to being with him isn't isn't nice like he can't be someone that he's not like sure he could put on a little muscle but like it's just not your business to ask him to do that. Like it, it, it's, it's not kind and it's, and it's about you and it's not about him. It's about you being worried about people's perception of you. And it actually has very little to do with him and his body and your attraction to him. It's you worried about people's judgment of you. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, she says she's attracted to guys with muscles. That's not him. And you cert- like, there is no kind way to ask him to do that. And it, ultimately, if you decide that you are not attracted to him enough to be in a relationship with him, then cut him loose, girlfriend. Like, that's, that's your option. Yeah. You either love him the way he is, or you cut him loose. And you decide that's a big enough deal to end the relationship over. Because here's the thing, like, think about it in the reverse. Like, how would you feel if he asked you to lose weight? Like, that's a crazy, that's like, or gain That's, weight or start lifting or, or whatever weight. the yeah. fuck. Like if, if, if any guy was like, Mitra, like I'm, I'm going to need you to start lifting. I'd be like, you pay it for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd really be like, get out of, get out of here. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, it's asking it's not, your partner really, to alter their body is like not in the realm of like kindness. Empress yes. Josephine. I, I think that if if your partner expressed wanting to alter their body in some way and they want to build put on muscle, you can support them, especially if it's something that like would make them even more attractive to you. But if they're not doing that and it sounds like they're not, it is not your place to push them to alter their body, especially when it seems like he like is happy with how he looks in his fitness routine. And he like he ha- he's an avid runner. Like that's cool. Like no one that running sucks. It's cool. He runs. Yeah. Like, it just seems like most- you're really worried about what people think of you and for being with him. And that, yeah. And I don't, I mean, here's what you could do if you really wanted him to start lifting a little bit is you could start saying things like, babe, are you lifting? Right. Are you, are you doing weight stuff? Cause you look big. Oh my God, like feel his arm a little bit and be like, this feels like muscly. And that can sort of like, that might trick him in to start doing it, even if he's not, because he'll be like, oh, this is what she likes. And that's like not a weird way to, to signal to him that you want that. All that to say, like, I, it, this is more about you than it is about him. So having him change his body to solve a you problem is not very fair, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you can talk to him about it. You can. You just have to accept that, like, it might not be met with warmth because it's not a warm thing to say. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for writing in. <laughs> Do we have another email? Um, should I read this? Well, one? you know Is what they say. Okay. Ladies, you? second. <laughs> it's the urgent care way. <laughs> Hello, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, I love you both. I'm a bisexual woman, she, her, who's married to a man, and we have a one-year-old baby. We've been together for almost 10 years and first got together at age 18. 
We hired a part-time babysitter for our son a couple months ago. She has another job in her field and is finishing up school, so there's an understanding that this won't be a long-term gig for her. But we're happy to have her as long as possible because we've all grown really fond of her. Everything I learn about her makes me like her more, to the point that I'm developing a huge crush on her. I don't know if it's the way she cares for her, my child or just her, but oh my god. I've had lots of women crushes over the years, but I've only kissed one other girl, and that was before I got together with my husband. We aren't open, but we've talked about the possibility. I'm just worried about jealousy, both mine and my husband, and how to even bring it up in the first place. I don't even know... I. I don't know even what I'd be open to, and I don't know how to ask. This is the first time I've met another woman I've even considered telling my husband I'm attracted to in a serious way. In the past, he's been open to the idea of me potentially hooking up with another woman. I've just never met anyone I was really into enough to bring it up. It'd be so hot if I had this blessing to hit on her and play out my seduction fantasy. Before I do that, is it grossly unprofessional to even entertain the idea of telling either of them? I've never tried to seduce a woman, so I actually think I would have no idea what I'd be doing, even if I had his blessing. I would hate for either to think that my behavior is inappropriate. Also, if he's not okay with it, I don't want him knowing I'm attracted to her in such a horny way. Also, since we technically employ her, I obviously would not want to cross any lines or make her uncomfortable. Is it possible that the power dynamic is playing into the attraction and projecting some fantasy on her? If so, is that ethical? She's mentioned that she's bi and has complimented me, my decor, and other borderline flirty things, so I don't think I would be overstepping too much to test the flirty waters. I just don't know what to do, but I'm having hot sex dreams and feeling lots of feelings. I'm very horny just thinking about all this. Please help. I urgently need care. Thank you, and please sit on my face. Wow. Okay. Hot. Okay, so... Um, Babysitter's Club, Claudia, um, um the nanny, um, I was thinking the same thing, um, sort of Sound of Music, Maria, um, yes, and she, and our, and our, and our, and our writer, our letter writer is sort of Captain Von Trapp, um, mm-hmm. Edelweiss, um, Beidelweiss, Beidelweiss. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Vitalvice. Perfect. But here's the deal. I do not think that you should entertain any of this until she's no longer working. Yes, for sure. I think like if you're worried about your husband feeling jealous certainly this is a great opportunity for someone to feel jealous. This person's around all the time and has like, it. it's just like, it's possible that it might just be like very like cool and hot to your husband. Like, let's just like piece by piece sort of talk about it. Like, yeah, it's possible. It might be super hot to your husband, but also there's a world where it makes him really uncomfortable. And then he feels weird around the person who is like taking care of your kid. And it's really hard to find somebody who takes great, care of your kid and like fits into a family well like that's such a special relationship like just as someone who did nanny a lot like finding that right person is a big deal and that's something that I'm sure would be a big bummer to lose uh, or mess up in some way um like I think if the reverse was happening it might you know you maybe I don't know just project that onto him and it might feel weird to you to imagine um for her if she doesn't reciprocate, then that immediately makes it an impossible work environment for her. Yeah. I will say, though, I actually disagree with you a little bit. I do think that this is, like, maybe a, a, a good opportunity. I don't think you should act on it, but I do think this is a good opportunity to sort of orp- open the conversation with the husband a little bit. And maybe not go in, uh, like, completely how horny you are for her. But, like, maybe just be like, I think I have a little crush on Stephanie. You know, like mm-hmm. that can be that like that's a, a way to sort of dip your toe in that water and see how he reacts. Because like you don't have to go in depth about like, oh, my God, I'm having sex dreams about her. I want to seduce her like all yeah. of that stuff. I don't think you have to go that far. But I think it's like a healthy conversation. To be like, I think I have a little crush on our babysitter. And yeah, who knows how you think she's cute or something like that. Yeah, that, I think that's smart. I mean, I think like I do think that. I mean, it just like in terms of just like, what do you think about them like keeping this person employed? Like I, I've personally never been in a situation like this, like with the people that I nannied for. But I, I like I'm sure this person is picking up on vibes. Like if, if you're like this horny for this person, they're probably picking up on it. Yeah. I mean, but this is the thing. If it's already not a long term gig for her. 
I just think you can wait. I think you can wait it out. And like either the feelings will pass or like they won't pass, but then she'll no longer be employed by you or like near the end of her employment or whatever. And like you can figure it out then. But I do think step one is like figuring out how hubby feels about this. And then, and then sort of making a game plan for how you handle it as she leaves your employee. Yeah. I mean, I do think like, to me, it feels like this might not be the person to like try this out with, but she is like a good gateway into doing it with someone else or something like that. Like the conversation. Yes. She's a gateway into the conversation, but while she's working for you, it's like not okay. I think to, pursue her because it just like there there is a power dynamic and i'm sure that the power like that's like i i feel like like 45 percent of porn has something to do with this dynamic <laughs> or like there are just so many I, I like was on tiktok this morning and there was like uh like i saw like two different things about like people falling in love with their nannies or whatever like it just feels like such a thing yeah um, like so like it is kind of like that probably is playing into some of it. Like, and you are seeing, like, it is like hot to see someone like, like take care of a, your kid beautifully. Like that is like a really special thing, but it's just like a, a weird, it's a hard way in, I think, uh, since, since your situation is so complicated, like with your husband and like, it's so murky, like it has the potential to like get a lot messier than it needs to be. When really, I think the question is like, can I hook up, with a woman I I do I am like feeling really activated in this way and that's like I feel like a, a good conversation to have mostly separate from your babysitter with your yep. husband absolutely well we solved it we solved it good luck another one in the tank goodbye but also you can't control your dreams babe don't worry yeah, about you, that don't worry <laughs> about that right maybe write some write some erotic fiction that sounds hot maybe that'll I mean, scratch that itch yeah, right, right. Have a little dream journal, write it out, fucking jerk off. Mm-hmm. Uh, engaging with it in that way might be enough to at least like tide you through this person being in your employment. Okay, moving on. We have a call. Wow, so exciting. Woo. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. Um, I am a 35-year-old um, cis woman. I'm the oldest of Three girls, three cis women, and I have a problem that is um, petty, and it's hard for me to say out loud. Um, (laughs) I have been working on a diligent skincare routine, and I have to say I am aging really well. People are surprised that I'm turning 36 this year, Um, not to brag, but... I haven't shared any of this information with my sisters <laughs> about what I'm doing to, like, keep my skin and my aging um, well. And I kind of don't want to tell them. Um, I want to. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm <laughs> better than them. But um, I feel like that's super shitty of me just to keep this information from them I will it's like a secret competition I have with them that they have no idea what's going on I will never be the youngest I will never be the uh, you know etc etc body size etc I will never be um, on the smaller side to them but I can age better than them um (laughs) but I don't know should I just tell them, should I tell them that this competition is going on and has been for about 10 years? Okay. I hope someone can relate. <laughs> uh, thanks for all you do. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. I love this. I love this so much. Um, this is so good. Okay. So we've got sort of three sisters, Chekhov. Um mm. Um, the she <laughs> Great. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> the she <laughs> Okay, wow, I didn't think we were... Gonna, it was going to happen so quickly for us, but here we are, the she Um I love this call. Here's this the thing. This really good. 
This um, this is a full don't ask, don't tell situation that you found yeah. yourself in. Like, unless they're begging you for, like, unless someone specifically brings up, like, hey, how do you look so good? There is no moral quandary for you here. You have no yeah. obligation to volunteer the information to your, your sisters. Like, I thought when I first heard, I was, I, at the beginning of it, I thought she was saying, like, I, I, was, under, I was thinking maybe that they were, like, begging and she wasn't telling mm-hmm. them. And then I was like... Uh, that's what I thought this was going to be. But when she was just like, I just have this routine and like no one's asking. I'm like, babe, that's your property. That is yeah. your IP. No one's asking. You don't have to volunteer anything. Because also like the other side of this is like if you go to your sisters and you're like, hey, you look fucking old. Want to know why I look so young? <laughs> 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 They'll be like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, or at least yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my sister I, I got, looks literally like fucking 18, so I, I need her secrets, but... I, as I've said t- two weeks in a row now on this podcast, unsolicited skincare advice is never welcome. Ever. <laughs> so, like, just don't do it. Like, I yeah. don't think if, if, if they haven't asked you specifically, then you are under no obligation to share. And I think this is like a fun little secret for you to have. And like, I think it's absolutely really healthy to have secret competitions with people in your life that they aren't aware <laughs> that you're competing in. I have a secret competition with Mitra that she doesn't know we're competing in. And who's winning right now? You are. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Feels amazing! <laughs> um, okay. I will say also, if your sisters ask, I think you should keep one piece to yourself just for fun. I think yeah. like... If your sisters ask, give them really great stuff, but then just have one little, like if you have a 10 step routine, just keep the 10th for you because it is nice to just have a little something in a world where everyone's putting all their, their stuff on like the cut, how I got my skincare routine. So good. I looked at, there's this writer, Camilla Blackett, who I'm like obsessed with. She's so great. And I read hers and I literally screenshotted every single product (laughs) and then immediately forgot until right now. But those are, I mean, everyone's sharing all this stuff and it's like, it's not, but she had one thing where she's like, I don't know what's in it. I'm not going to tell anyone what's in it. And I was like, I love that. Keep that for yourself because why not? It's fun to have a little secret. And also you don't know that what you're doing would work for them anyways. That's also true. I was going to say, I I was, I had similar, I had a similar point as Mitra, but mine was just, was even shittier, which is like, if they ask you what you're doing for your skin, just tell them sunscreen. Just tell them sunscreen. (laughs) That's it. Just be like, I just, I wear sunscreen every day. And honestly, that's still a good piece of advice. I mean, it is good advice. Water, sunscreen. Um, yeah, tell them to drink a wa- ton of water. Make them go pee. Make them go so pee, annoying. It is so annoying that those things really do help is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like when I am drinking a lot of water, I got that glow. And right now I'm drinking a lot of wine, a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's sleep. Like literally when during the pandemic when i was sleeping 10 hours a day i my skin never looked better but now i'm sleeping two hours a night and i wonder why i look like shit um so just tell them sleep and water and sunscreen and that literally honestly those those three things alone will probably make a huge difference for anyone listening but also pick your secret thing and take it to the grave what a Mm -hmm. blast what an absolute blast to have i actually don't have a secret thing and now i'm like i really should have just one secret thing because it'll make me feel like like a beauty a beauty person (laughs) (laughs) or or you know what you could do that would be fun if they ask tell them something insane tell them something (laughs) insane that you're not doing like tell them like I'm doing like, you know how Peter Thiel takes blood from younger people and infuses himself with young boy's blood? I'm doing that. (laughs) I'm doing the the Peter Thiel blood pup system. Once a week, I cover my face in pennies and just leave them there for about an hour. And I've got that. I've got this amazing glow. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing I could think of. Just as crazy as Peter Thiel's thing, putting pennies on your face. Where do I come up with this <laughs> fucked up shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, incredible! Okay, well, you but, know what? But also, That's... congrats, congrats yeah, on congrats looking, on looking amazing. Hot. Congrats on looking amazing. Honestly, we love to see it. Send us a picture we of your face, just your face. Yeah. No <laughs> eyes, though. 
<laughs> yeah, blur them out. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's three. That's three. That's two emails and a call. And you know what that means? I'm exhausted. Break. I need to take a break. 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 Okay, on three. One, two, three. Break. Break. And we're back. Woo! Woo! Oh, I feel refreshed. We have an email. And Joel, you know what time it is. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. What does your sense of justice tell you? I think it's my turn. It is. Wow! (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Background. I'm a 35-year-old gay black male that recently moved to one medium-sized city to another. I started dating someone shortly after I moved, and it's been the most serious relationship since my long-term relationship a few years ago. Issue. Here's where I need your help. My new boyfriend constantly compliments strangers, and I'm starting to find it exhausting. For example, we'll be walking down the street and he'll announce, nice top, love your hairdo, look at those rocking shoes, etc. at some random passerby. The worst is when he crosses the street or waits at a traffic light to compliment someone, and now I have to awkwardly stand in position and wait during the pomp and circumstance. Note, I'm not jealous of the compliments. He compliments me constantly, which I love and adore, and I know compliments aren't a zero-sum game. Additional context. In a 10-minute walk in New York, he'll compliment at least three random people on the way. They then typically look at me for reaffirmation, and I don't say anything because I don't think the top or hairdo is cute. So now I've locked eyes with this random person I will never see again, delivering an awkward smile. Am I being crazy and dramatic? Should I just mentally prepare for my boyfriend to compliment every stranger on the street? Should I say something to him about it? Should I prepare canned compliments to reaffirm these strangers? Love the pod. Sit on my face. Wow. Another amazing, we we really were an embarrassment of riches this week. Yeah, truly, 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 truly. Um, we haven't okay, gotten so he, like petty shit like this. This in a long in time. In a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of trauma. We've been dealing with a lot of trauma these past couple of weeks, and it's good to get back to our roots. Nature is healing. We're getting, mm-hmm. we're getting petty, petty, petty shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just we're getting this kind of shit during the pandemic. Okay, so compliments um um on the street um humans of new york um meet cute um stranger by the fake you know stranger by the lake okay great (laughs) famous french gay film about a murderer oh Um, no yeah but I, I don't know anything about cinema, so <laughs> it means nothing for me to not know something. <laughs> well, this guy's gay. This guy's gay, and he's being fake. Um, I think it's perfect. About being fake. So I stranger by perfect. the fake. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, I love this. I mean, I I, I think this. um because this is a win. This is a win-win for us. There is no wrong way to go here. I don't think because the stakes are so low. Yeah. I think um. I mean, I think you definitely don't have to affirm. I think it's good that, like, you're, like, not feeling super... Pr- like, I, I know that it's, like, an awkward thing. But I think as soon as this happens, you pull out your phone. So you don't have to engage. To me, like, yeah. that is an easy way to avoid eye contact. I know the whole thing is, like, look up. Or, <laughs> like, if this is happening, if you see that your boyfriend is, like, about to drop a compliment... Get that hand in the pocket and start scrolling like you do not. Because I think also like when it seems like everybody is engaged in the moment, it has the potential to last longer. So yeah. phone out or keep walking like if he's going to do I it. Liter- that's literally what I was going to say. I was like, if you have the opportunity, if it's not at a stop sign or something like that, just keep going. Just yeah. leave him behind. Leave him behind. Yeah. He'll catch up. Yeah, completely. Because I think ultimately like it's. I, I can understand how this would get annoying as someone who does this. <laughs> I do, I, I, I'm, I'm like this too. I'm totally I'm, like, uh, love that top girl. Yes. I'm a, I'm a street complimenter. <laughs> I just, I, because I want a street compliment. So like, well, like if I know how good it feels for a stranger to say that you look cool that day, like I, I love, I love getting it. I love giving it, but I get, but, but also I get that like, Wit's going to keep it moving. And I appreciate that because I, if anything, also I am a get trapped in a conversation person too. So mm-hmm. 
<laughs> having having that I, I bet also your boyfriend probably if will appreciate you continuing to move because when you're get when you're giving a little like drive-by compliment you don't usually at least for me it's like i don't need to have like a conversation about it i just want to see no, a no, great no. top and then keep walking yeah so yeah. keep walking keep walking i but don't, I don't think, think this is i don't think this is something you talk i don't think this is a conversation I don't think this is something you bring up. I think this is a nonverbal communication thing where you walking ahead is you communicating that this is annoying to him. Or even just that you don't want to be a part of that conversation. Like it, mm-hmm. I think it's like, you can think that it like, you can think that it's like a nice, you, I mean, it seems like maybe you don't think that it's a qu- nice quality, but I mean, it's like, it can be, it, it's just not something that like, it feels to me a little bit. And I think you might feel this way too. Our email or that like, it's sort of a like a dulling of your partner's shine. Yeah, it feels like he understands the power that we as gay men have over straight women when we compliment them in the streets. Okay? <laughs> there is nothing like it. Okay? And it can really change someone's life to have a gay man compliment their hairdo in the street. It really can. And that's I really, powerful. I really wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, when you when you look like this and you dress like this, <laughs> the gays aren't flocking to you on the street. <laughs> you know, uh, dressing like you're going to soccer practice every day of your life. <laughs> nope, nobody's knocking down my door. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, they might ask you for help for to move. You know? Oh yeah. A gay, oh. a gay guy might see you on the street and say, "Hey, we're moving my mattress. You look like you're ready." <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hey, hey, we need, we're, hey, we're looking for a really level headed person. <laughs> Can you help? <laughs> hey, you look like you're good at an Excel spreadsheet. Can you get in here for a second? <laughs> anyway i yeah anyway keep walking walking, babe (laughs) keep on walking it sounds like sounds like a great guy honestly sounds like a lovely person hold on (laughs) except when he's complimenting people then let it go of him and walk ahead (laughs) let it go let him go (laughs) (laughs) okay and finally we have we are ending if you can believe it, with a phone call. Woo! Back to our roots. Let's do this. <laughs> Hi, Mitra. Hi, Joel. I am calling um, as a 31-year-old bisexual woman. Love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Not saying that I love myself, though I do. Um, I am calling because I just moved into my first home, bought a house with my partner, really excited, and I've been able to make another dream come true of mine, which is creating a gift registry. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids, but I've always wanted to make a gift registry and send it out to people, but I'm also a super introvert, so I am having a a housewarming party, but I don't want to invite, like, everybody um, I just want them to buy me gifts. So I'm wondering, I've already posted my registry on my Snapchat, which I know is super tacky, but I did get a couple gifts out of it. Um, and I just Woo! want to know if there's another way that you guys can recommend that I can get my registry out. A, to get some reimbursement for all my friends who I have bought them failed wedding gifts and baby gifts, um, but also because I really want to get gifts. So thank you guys so much. Uh, love you. Please sit on my face. Bye. Oh my god! Yes. Okay. okay. So it's Christmas. Um, yeah, exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Um, sort of uh, making a list, checking it twice. Um, um, gifts registry, sort of a um, housewarming. Uh, uh, gift registry. Gift registry. Well. You know what? It's the end of the pod, and we simply don't have time to to find a better one. So, get yeah. she is what it's going to be. And Mitra, I think you're more on her side than I am, so I'm going to allow you to go first. <laughs> okay. Um, wow, I actually can't believe that we're going to be. It seems split on this. For me, how fun! <laughs> because here's here's what I think is like I I don't think that this is something that I personally would do. But when I hear this, I say, the registry's already out there. 
it's on Snapchat. You've committed. You've built the registry. Why turn back now? That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel that if you've taken the time to make this and it already exists on the internet, you have to double down. Send it. Send it to every. I think here's what I think, though. I think that if they're not invited to the party, they are not getting you a gift. That's yeah. like because I mean, that's like how it's not like I if I, I don't have any friends who are like, I know you're not coming. Like, I know you're not invited to my wedding, but buy me a toaster or whatever. Like it's p- plenty of people who can't come to the wedding will get gifts for people who are at the wedding. But it's not just for people anyone. (laughs) So I think that you, you are go for it. Send it to people who are coming to housewarming. They can buy you gifts or not buy you gifts, but do not send it to people who are, you you are not inviting into your home because that's weird. (laughs) I I was going to say, so, okay. I guess we don't disagree because I, I do think like more power to you. I love that you're creating registry. I also don't know what the future holds for me with regard to weddings or children. And I also think that the idea of a gift registry sounds amazing. Um, but it's psycho behavior to send it to someone you're not inviting to the party. It really is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is, um, um, it is crazy to do that. Um, I would receive that and I would, I would immediately say this woman needs to be put away and throw away the key. Because like they're gonna somebody's gonna post the party. Like someone who who got sent the registry but not an invite to the party is gonna find out about that. And then if they've already bought you a gift, feel really upset. <laughs> yeah. Or just not buy you a gift. So I, I just don't see a way where that like works out for you and like makes people feel good. But I also like, I don't know, if if my friend who is like, I'm never gonna get married, I'm never gonna have kids, that will never happen for me. I don't wanna do that, was like I'm throwing this party to celebrate this major life event and I want gifts. I would be into that. It's like, yeah. why, why only get gifts for those things? So well, I, yeah, I, I don't think the, the creation of the gift registry is weird at all for a housewarming, not even a little bit. No, I, I think just it's think nice. You are weaponizing your introversion um, to not invite people <laughs> that, that you still want gifts from. Uh, quite yeah. honestly, you are, um, you are um, an introverted villain and yeah. uh, <laughs> You really need to look inward and decide (laughs) because here's the thing. Like I get it. You're an introvert. Uh, I get that. You know, we, we all have to, you know, the internet is on your side. Okay. The internet loves an introvert. Um, (laughs) Extroverts are annoying. We get it. I understand. But if you want the gifts, you have to throw big and then you can hide in your room. You don't have to talk to any of these people. Just a quick hello. In fact, sometimes it's easier as an introvert at big parties because you can just like stand in the corner and no one will even notice that you're not talking to anyone. Yeah, stand in a corner, talk to one person all night and uh, reap the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> Get those gifts, honey. You got and put it, it. Put, put the registry in the bio of your Instagram and your Twitter if you have it. Um, and just yeah, like post it. there might be it. some rando who wants to get you a gift. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, invite, people on from, invite people from out of state. That you yeah. know won't come. Yeah, exactly. But support you and they'll get you gifts, but just invite them. Cause it's like, okay, sure. Like if like Amber from like 10 States away decides to fly out and come to your fucking party, but she still gives you a gift, <laughs> then great. Like, yeah. but probably what she'll actually do is buy you a $10 set of dish rags or whatever. Like, so that's great. <laughs> I hope, I hope a registry has better shit on. Well, you gotta you gotta have a, a low price point and a high price point. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, you're a villain. Embrace it. Um, do whatever you can to get those gifts. And um, in the meantime, cele- I celebrate you. And I hope actually, I hope you do have. Wayne, <laughs> <laughs> I just. I hope that happens. The you know, the ultimate housewarming. You know, she is sure. the house. Sure, <laughs> sure. Why not? You paying for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your body, your choice. Um. Anyways, speaking of 
choices, I've decided that the podcast has come to an end. Wow. Okay. Joel. Joel, guess what? I agree what? with you. I agree with you. Oh, you know what? Um, okay. So here, I, I think we should have a new thing each week where we decide which one of us is paying for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this week, and I think you'll agree with me, I think I'm paying for dinner. Um, because I, I was grumpy. I was grumpy because of my technical difficulties. I was, <laughs> I'm grumpy because of the way I look. I'm grumpy because I haven't slept. I'm grumpy. Um, I have been a bad co-host this week. Um, and I'll you haven't that. been, so, but I, but I, but I will let you pay for dinner this week. <laughs> because there've been so many, I, we've just obviously instituted this and there've been so many weeks where definitely I was paying for dinner uh, earlier this year, but I would say this week, yes, you are paying for dinner. I am. Paying. <laughs> I am paying for dinner. Uh, and you know what? Let's be, let's be real here in the future. Chelsea or Ryan could be paying for dinner too. That's true. And we don't know. That's op- yeah. We don't know. The rules the poss- will change. Our listeners, if they do a bad job on the calls and emails, they could very much they be paying be for pay- dinner. Be paying for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'd say very much this week, dinner is being paid for the listeners. They really yeah. brought it this week. They, um, this was a good week for us. Um, for sure. So, um, have fun with you. Whatever happens next week, I assume a guest host. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, be mindful of that when you're, you know, so save the good calls for when I'm back. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll, do, we'll try. <laughs> um, you know, don't, don't call in. If you don't want me, everyone calls in. Flood of emails. Desperado mode. <laughs> Chill out. Oh, my God. <laughs> We have to end this now. You, this I know. is just the slippery slope, and don't nobody call. <laughs> okay, I gotta go scrounge up some change to pay for dinner. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.